Welcome on in everybody to the Red Card Radio news episode. We hope to be the single one-stop shop that you need for all of your World Cup news this week. Um, and actually, Premier League news, because we do have some Premier League stories for you. So if you're new here, if you've stumbled upon us, if you watched yesterday's episode and you're back today and you didn't hit that subscribe button, now is a phenomenal time to do that. Hit that subscribe button, ring the sub notification bell if you're on YouTube. If you're on one of the, your, if you're on your favorite podcast site, if you could hit us with a follow, uh, leave us a five star review if you're on Apple Podcasts. Do all of the things that a normal podcast slash YouTube person would ask you to do, like leave a comment down below. Um, all those things really help us share this with your best friend because they would really like to hear what three buffoons from the United States of America have to say about the World Cup and the Premier League. And who finds three better buffoons than us? I, I challenge you, because I don't think you can. Um, just saying. But let's, let, let's kick into it. I think we are, we are typically a Premier League podcast. And I think that there has been some particularly interesting news in, in regards to at least one club in the Premier League that I think I think we should start there. All right. So we kind of alluded to this. We talked about it a little bit about a week ago in our kind of wrap up episode around uh, around the, the Premier League ending. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo had this bombshell interview with Piers Morgan on his Piers Morgan Uncensored show. And, uh, you know, basically Ronaldo's, I don't know, he poured some gasoline. Yeah, poured some gasoline out and lit a match. Um, So it's on YouTube. I would highly recommend watching it. I think it's a uh, fascinating interview. I think you do have to hold it with a bit of, you know, an open hand because Piers Morgan is obviously a Cristiano Ronaldo fan. So it's not the most, like, you know, journalistically impressive interview, but it's still enlightening. Um, so as long as you understand that that Piers Morgan is a big Ronaldo fanboy, then that's okay. But so United released a statement last week that said that they were aware of it, but they weren't, weren't going to make any comments. Uh, comes out on Monday of this week. Was it Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday of this week. Um, so it was on the 22nd of November in the year 2022. Manchester United and Cristiano Ronaldo have mutually agreed to part ways. Cristiano Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo was sacked at Manchester United. He got fired 100 <laughs> percent his contract was terminated and the lawyers at manchester united said you need to sign this or we're going to sue you for breach of contract contract and ronaldo said okay i'm out of here so yeah he knew what he was doing yeah i think oh, so, yeah that's, right that's what he wanted right that was his goal was i mean yes he was quiet in the summer and it didn't happen Right, like Mendes was going everywhere trying to find a team to buy him, and and nobody wanted to, but he wants out. And so, how else do you get out? There's no way your agent and you aren't planning this. Like, all right, let's hit up Pierce Morgan. Let's do this interview. Well, it's, you yeah. can say how you feel, and you're getting out. You know you're getting. Fav- they can't keep you. You know you're getting favorable treatment from Pierce Morgan, and yep. and and Ronaldo made this. He alluded to this at the end of August. He said, you know, like. Wait a couple weeks and I'll, you know, I'll tell my side of the story. And like, it never came out. Right. And then all of a sudden we see the tweets of them sitting down together, Piers Morgan and, and Cristiano Ronaldo. And you're like, okay, I guess this is the moment. Um, I know Gary Neville, obviously Manchester United legend, uh, a pundit now for Sky, I think. 
I think he's this guy. Whoever. I think he's this guy. Uh, um, pundit. Um, he came out and was like, you know, I, I appreciate that Cristiano came out and said these things because I, I appreciate a player's willingness to think for themselves and to not be cookie cutter and prepared by a PR team. But at the same time, this is a terrible look for Ronaldo. Like, he's... You guys, I think, had a different take on this. I think you guys thought it wasn't a bad look for Ronaldo, right? No, I so. no, I don't think so at all. I, I tend I, to, look, I tend to disagree, but look, like, okay, so if this was just like a one-time thing, somebody like talking about these things about United, then cool, like, yes, that is a bad look. If you're, but like, Bengal, Mourinho, Ibra, now Ronaldo, like, there's been. Big big names talking about the dysfunction at United. Yeah. So like, homie said, I'm in the same jacuzzi I was when I was 19. Are, hold on, are jacuzzis something that you replace after a while? Like, I don't. I just I think I was like, I well, he was saying like, I'm using the same. He was saying I'm using the same gym equipment. I'm, there's no technology here. Like, I'm sorry, but, but like, let's be real though. A power rack's a power rack. Tamzid, right? Power rack's a power rack. I, right, right, but but let's be real. Like, if you're coming from like you were at United, then you went to Real, then you went to Juventus. Like, Real and Juventus are not like yes, it might be the same equipment, but their training style is probably completely yes. different. Yeah, like obviously, I take his point about technology. Arsenal use a lot of technology in their training sessions, in their mm-hmm. analysis of games. They use a lot of analytics. Like, so like yes, obviously, like football is moving and and embracing technology. And maybe United has been slow on the uptake there, um, which is and it's an indict it is, is it is an indictment of United, um, and their training facilities well, are not modern. If you compare them to the other big clubs, like if you look yep. at if you look at Spurs training facility, Leicester's training facility, Arsenal's training facility, um, I don't know about Chelsea's. I assume it's pretty Chelsea's nice. training facility. Nice? So like like yeah. a lot of these bigger well, clubs well, have really really. Very nice training facilities. Apparently, the training facility at Carrington for United is a little bit in disrepair. It could use a facelift, allegedly. Um, obviously, there's issues at Old Trafford. Um, there's infrastructure issues in the club. So, I don't think it's an issue to highlight them. It's an issue to say that I don't respect the manager. <laughs> like. That well, is, well, he said, "Why did you bring a sporting director in? Like that was stupid." No, no, no and yes. we all said that was stupid. Yeah, he, he, and then then Hog doesn't respect me, so I won't respect him. Like, you can't say that. You can't say <sighs> that. You're an employee okay, of the company. But, you can't say that. Okay, but like, let's 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 think about this again. Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Do you think he's heard of Ajax besides like probably like two Champions League games? He's Christian. Do you think he takes Ajax seriously? I think that he respects Ajax. I think he respects Ajax as a club, um, but understands that they are financially hamstrung compared to the other big clubs in Europe. But he obviously knows about them. He's he's a thirty-seven year old man who grew up watching and playing football in Europe. He knows who Ajax is. But do you think he expects? That man, the manager from Ajax, to come over to Manchester United. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't. I don't want to. I'm get not into saying this. he's wrong. Look, look, I'm not saying he's right or wrong about about Ten Hag. I'm just saying, like from Ronaldo's perspective, 
right? Yeah. Like Don was your manager. Jose was your manager. Is Ten Hag in that cl- like? That's who you expect as your manager. He hasn't. I mean, obviously, Ten Hag hasn't had a long enough tenure to command the respect that a Jose Mourinho does. But at the same time, Zinedine Zidane didn't either. So I guess that just goes to your point as well. I don't know where. But Zidane's profile speaks for itself. Where does where does Ronaldo land? I. If Graham Potter wants him, then cool. I don't think Graham Potter wants him. I think Bowley wants him. And I'm afraid he's going to end up in a Chelsea jersey. There, the, yeah. the, the reports have come back around today that apparently Todd Bowley, Bowley is, he is, he is, he's swimming in that water. He, 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 he wants a big name to come. And he thinks Ronaldo could be that big name. But like, we, we have Alba. Like, I don't want another 30-plus striker. I don't. Well, I mean, to be fair, what, okay, but what's, what's Chelsea missing right now? A lot. Oh, wow. That's the first time Brad has ever said that. Um, a lot of injured players. But Chelsea's been missing goals for years. Like, yeah. I know what you're getting at. Chelsea's been missing, at, missing goals for years. And if we were fully healthy and you gave me a choice between Ronaldo or Oba, I don't think I want either one. But Ronaldo does get goals. He doesn't play any defense. So, like, under Tuchel, like, it made no sense because I mean, everybody plays defense. Does, I think under Graham Potter, it doesn't make sense. Does Oba play a lot of defense? I don't know. Oba's not. Oba runs. He does. He Oba will, runs. He will track back occasionally. I think more than occasionally. But not, not not a ton. Like, not, not a ton. But no real out-and-out out nine super tracks back or will pressure the defense. Uh, may I... Presents you a one Gabriel Jesus. I don't think he's an out and out nine. I present to you one Harry Kane. Yeah, Harry Kane's works. Well, Harry Kane has to at Tottenham. Okay, well, you just said there's no, you said there's not any out and out number nine. He has to have a chance to win a game. So, all right. So, I think Chelsea's an option. I, I, I hope not. I, 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 I don't know where he lands. Like, I don't see any teams sporting. Um, maybe back in Portugal. Napoli? I don't think Napoli want him. Napoli have a lot going on for them right now. And what a German club. There's no way the Germans want to deal with Cristiano Ronaldo. Because the only the only clubs that he would want to play for in Germany are Bayern Munich, maybe Borussia Dortmund. And they don't want any of that noise. I mean, Bayern don't have a striker. Sadio Mane, when he gets back from injury. Mane's a winger. Okay, tell that to Liverpool, who's missing all of Sadio Mane's goals right now. Who's a winger? <laughs> um, eh, maybe I don't know. I, like Bayern makes sense. I don't. I don't think Bayern makes sense. Bayern's already come I out said that they're not going to score him. goals. That's when. That's when he cost. That's when a. That's when it was a not a a zero fee, and then reduced wages. Yeah. Well, the other. The other major bombshell to come out of this Cristiano Ronaldo Piers Morgan interview is that also on Tuesday, the 22nd of November, Manchester United, the board of Manchester United uh, instructed the banks to begin accepting offers for the purchase or investment into Manchester United. Um, So Manchester United's up for sale. That, uh, 
I did not expect to see that coming. So is this the death of the Super League? I think you bring up a really interesting point here because two weeks ago, Fenway Sports Group, who are the owners of Liverpool, are doing said that they're going to start listening to offers. The due diligence. This, this week, Manchester United essentially do the same thing, both owned by American corporations about 18 months on from the Super League essentially dying. And I know that there was a big meeting between the Super League and UEFA like two weeks ago or something like that. And UEFA reiterated the fact that um, they wanted nothing to do with it, that they thought it was illegal and that um, they would punish any teams that would try to be involved in the Super League. Um, So is this the American owners like see the writing on the wall and they're, and they're cashing out while they can't, while they still can. Probably. I mean, it's an, look, the Glazers have been, it's an asset for them. And if the asset can't make the maximum amount of money and get rid of it. I also think Chelsea under sanctions selling for three Billy also like, Oh, that's what I'm holding on to is a four or $5 billion asset. And why not? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a fair point. Um, like they bought them for what 300 million or something like that yeah and it was like a leveraged purchase so like they didn't even spend their own money they just right, saddled they, the club with debt right so, so you didn't spend any money of this 300 million or I mean whatever you spent but the 300 million and you can make you can add a zero plus one plus two yeah like it, it probably around 5 billion probably just under 5 billion is what it sells for which is more expensive? Which so these are the two biggest clubs in England. Oh, United up for sale. You think United goes for more than Liverpool? United is going for more than Liverpool. Nah, Liverpool's going for more. They're they're arguably more storied. They've got more Champions League, right? They've got five or six. Yeah. So United's two. Something like that. Yeah, but I United is it, a juggernaut at making money. Yeah, but when you when you buy United, you are accepting the fact that you have to upgrade the stadium and upgrade the training facility. When you buy Liverpool, you have already have a really nice Anfield and a really nice training facility. Yeah, Liverpool. yeah, but it's Liverpool. Liverpool isn't marketed the way United is. So is that not like an opportunity for growth for Liverpool? Like, I think, but I think like United, you don't have to then rebrand it and re like sure you have to do upgrades to the stadium sure you have to do upgrades to the training grounds but you're gonna do that anyways i united is the more um more expensive brand of the two i think in principle i agree with you brad um but i think i i, I, I appreciate sean's argument because yeah I, and i think it's recency bias nobody's gonna pay five billion knowing that they have to spend a billion day one to fix all the all the yeah the the rundown facilities but if you're spending 5 billion to make 10 to 15 billion yeah you're spending that billion they've got to start with a $150,000 salary for a new chef apparently so <laughs> nah man i hope that oh wait he said the chefs were lovely he said the chefs were lovely and they made good food i hope that chef stays forever he deserves they deserve yeah. everything they got um yeah I, I think that'll be interesting to keep an eye on over the next six months um it'll also be interesting to see which sells first it's, because obviously the more lucrative brand will sell first right you would think right 
unless some, unless somebody comes in and is like a diehard fan of one of the clubs because like there have which, been there have been ownership which, like proposals of united fans coming in and being like hey i'll buy united but this was the, like uh, years ago and the, the richest man selling. in england the richest yeah. man in england is a united fan yeah um i mean i i guess we'll see hey why don't you hit us in the comments and and just be the deciding vote because i don't think james casted his vote nah. between sean and i so that that's let the fans decide who was right in this one yeah who which which brand do you think is bigger united or liverpool and which one do you think sells for more united or liverpool and which one do you think sells first we'd love to hear from you um those were the two big big stories from england this week um that i can think of i mean i don't did we talk about Ivan tony last week i can't remember uh yeah i think so i, th- I thought we did um that was the other big news story kind of floating around but we're going to turn our attention back to qatar um, talking about the World Cup, so we've got a we've got a smattering of of games that we have highlighted um, over the next couple of days that we think are particularly interesting. Um, Thursday we've got Portugal Ghana. We did have some remarks about that in yesterday's episode, uh, so we probably won't spend too much time on Portugal and Ghana, but they're playing today, um, so definitely check that match out tomorrow. Um, on Friday we've got England and USA, Iran and Wales. Uh, I mean, obviously for Homer reasons. We think that those two games are really interesting. Saturday, we got France and Denmark, Argentina and Mexico. And then on Sunday, we got Spain and Germany. So uh, I think we, I think we start with England, USA, obviously um, Joel ducked us this week. We, 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 we offered to have Joel on the episode to talk about England, to see, uh, to see what he thought about this match, but he, he declined. Um, Bard. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to make of that personally. But Joel, I think declined. he's scared. I think he's scared. I think his response to us today was, "Well, why don't we talk next week after the England USA match?" So, uh, you know, you guys, loyal listeners, you guys can take that for what it is. Um, but uh, how do we, how do we see this match? What, what's happening? USA is winning. USA win. Are are those are those legitimate thoughts? You guys legitimately yes. think USA is going to beat England? Yeah. Yes. Why? Brad first. Because America always wins. All right, Sean. Because <laughs> he's he's going to play my formation that I said, which needs to be needs to be Wea Wea Reina Pulisic with Aronson behind Tyler Adams. Tyler Adams behind that. Uh, and McKenzie. Uh, McKenzie. McKen- no, McKenzie. Or, or Raina and Aronson in, in the middle. I think McKinney, However, has, I think McKinney I, has to play. McKinney. Yeah. I think Weston has to play. Um, all of our stars are going to be on the field. We're going to have we're going to have plenty of opportunities for goals, and we're going to convert them. All right. This one's we're gonna, gonna be. We're gonna. This one's we're gonna, gonna make two uh, or three, two or three, one for the United States. Yeah, I think. I think we're gonna make Pickford uh, have a Joe Hart here. I, I think. I think Pickford's done for when she plays the U.S. I mean, I hope that happens. Um, I am. I, I think this game. My heart wants to tell me. I think it ends in a draw. Um, but I don't. I don't see a way that we stop. I don't see a way that we stop United. Well, you stop United? 
uh, stop. Yeah, the United Kingdoms of England. Um, so, so well, the, see, one, one of one of the things we have in detriment is that we do have Walker Zimmerman, who unfortunately uh, hasn't played in high level teams in Europe. Uh, he's only played in the MLS. Um, so we do have a, we do have a center back that has not played high level, really competitive games. But fortunately for us, England have the same problem where they have Harry Maguire, who has also never played in high level, competitive, elite level competition. So, so as I was watching the USA Wales match, the entire time I was thinking is we absolutely need an upgrade at right back. Sergio Dest is, in my opinion, a big weakness for us, and I think that Foden plays against against us on Friday, and I think Foden will eat. Dest alive defensively yeah i was saying that um so i was downtown in charlotte watching it um outside with all the fans and i turned to my buddy and was like is is sergio dense like a really really bad trent alexander arnold that he hasn't offered much going forward but he's nowhere in defense yeah i think that he tries to rely on his offense to keep him there but uh that I think is a, a worrying position for me. Well, okay, yeah. So we we pull him out, and then there's thirty five year old yeah. DeAndre Yedlin. There's not a good option, right? Yeah, like yeah. Or whatever yeah. it is. It, the, yeah, yeah. There's not a good option for us at right back. So I, all I, all I'm pointing out is that Dest is our best option. But my 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 point is just that I think that if you look at the wingers specifically for England, and if I was Southgate, I would play Foden and Saka together. Um, because I think that that's their most attacking lineup. Um, and I think it's their their most skillful attacking lineup. And I would really, really... I mean, I might even play Grealish and Foden, because Grealish likes to, to drift out to that left side and really overload, really, really overload Dest on that on that one wing, because um, I think that that will be trouble for, for the USA. Um, now, depending on, depending on whether or not Harry Kane is fit, if you have... If you have Jack Grealish and uh, Phil Foden overloading the left side, and they're able to just like pepper balls into Kane, he's going to convert them, right? You got to expect it. Um, so. Not with Tyler Adams patrolling. <sighs> yeah, All right. I, I appreciate the swagger. I, I think but it's going to be cleaning t- that up. I think it's going to be a really tight game. Um, I, I think we like if if we so it depends. If we play like we did in the first half. We're winning the game. If we can bring that same energy for 90 minutes, we're winning the game. Energy's only going to get us so far. I think this yeah, is a... Yeah, a 2-1 dub. All right. I hope. I believe. What's your what, What's your prediction here, James? You haven't given a prediction yet. What's your prediction? 1-1. Uh, one, one. I think a... Uh, <laughs> Harry Maguire own goal in the 89th minute gives gives the USA uh, a 1-1 one, one draw. <laughs> Isn't he sick too though? Isn't like yeah. Harry, like it wasn't a concussion. He's sick. Yeah, he had a little tummy trouble, a little, little, yeah. little rumbly in his tumbly. What what really happened was he saw that he uh, conceded a goal and he said, "I need to figure out a way to make it seem like it wasn't my fault." So I'm gonna pretend, pretend like I, I got the the tummy troubles. <laughs> um, Iran Wales. I think we do need to touch on. Uh, Wales is gonna win this match, right? No. Yes, but I hope not. I hope it's a draw. Nah. I want a draw. 
Nah, we're we're trusting Iran to pull this out. Okay. Okay, we're trusting Iran to pull it out. Okay, got it. I, I understand what you're saying, Sean. Um if we if if we beat England the way that you guys are predicting, then I think we go through. If we oh, yeah. if we draw against England, I think that our chances of going through are really good because I don't I don't think that Wales will beat England. I think Wales will, will equally be super excited about a draw with England. Like we would be super excited with the draw in England. I think it's really going to come down to who beats Saudi Arabia by more. Iran. God, yeah, man. I am just pooping on Saudi Arabia. I apologize. You're just so excited for Saudi Arabia. You're pooping on Iran because you can't remember their name. Yeah, man. 2030. Here we go. Saudi Arabia. Let's go. Um, Iran. Yeah, I. Yeah, Iran. <laughs> I got thoughts. Um, yeah, I, I really think that it's really going to come down to who can beat Iran, who can score more goals against Iran. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't see a world where Wales don't beat Iran. So, um, I, I did highlight this France, Denmark match on Saturday because Denmark did not play well against Tunisia. Um, and France, they played, okay. They played what? The defense was fine. They just have nobody to score goals. Like Christian Eriksen is going to have to score all the goals on free kicks. Oh, he, they don't have a striker. He did have a really nice shot in the second half. He was he he was bringing the ball up. I think that they won it back in in Tunisia's half, and he was bringing it up and he was looking for a pass, looking for a pass, and it just never materialized. So he took a shot yeah. on goal, and it was it was a really impressive shot. Um, it was saved, obviously, but I, I wonder about this. I wonder if Denmark were looking past. Tunisia a little bit too much and worrying about this France match and thinking, you know, okay, we'll beat, we'll beat Tunisia. We'll, or, you know, that we don't have to worry about that too much. Let's think about this France game. Um, I wonder, cause I mean, Denmark went on that fairy tale run in the euros and they made it to the semifinals. I believe it was. Um, so lost to England in the semifinals. Was it, it was either England or France. I, can't, I think it was England. Um, and so, do, do uh, I think if you're Denmark, you're like, man, we should we we came to win the World Cup. We need to we need to show it against France. Now France had a very a relatively easy game against Australia, um, which I think is only going to do them a world of good for confidence. Yep. So, I don't know. I think France still wins. I just think like Denmark can't get goals. That's going to be their problem. Yeah, that's always a problem. Scoring goals is. The, the bane of every very team. important yeah. yeah in a game where your goal is to score goals and you don't score goals you're you're not an su- issue you're not succeeding um all right you guys don't think this is going to be a good game apparently but argentina mexico you think that that argentina is going to just walk walk i think mexico. messi is going to walk mexico i think messi, messi is coming for that neck Messi hasn't shown up for uh, an Argentina game uh, ever. Maybe I just got he got carried to a Copa America by Angel Di Maria. Oh, he got carried by Emilio Martinez. What are you talking about? That that too. <laughs> Whoever, just name name one. Name another player on Argentina. He got carried to. It. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Giovanni Lo Celso. <laughs> I don't think he made the World Cup roster. He didn't, but he made the Copa America roster. I think you guys are sleeping. I think, Sean, I think you're sleeping on Messi. Um, Brad, I think you are overselling Messi here. 
Um, I think you guys are under, I think you guys are discounting America. I'm fucking hell. You guys wow. are discounting Mexico. We did not discount America. We what, said they're winning. What time is it? You're the like, one with the draw. Is it three in the morning? What's going on here? So Mexico. Yeah, you, it feels like it. I, the reason why I was thinking about America was that we had this conversation with Joel today. And Joel was saying that, um, that he thought that England, the USA beating England would be much more important for the USA than it would be for England to beat USA in terms of like uh, the way the fans regard it and like the way like the pundits would, would regard it. I think that this, that's the same thing to be said about Argentina and Mexico. I think Mexico probably feels a little bit closer to the South American countries than it does to the North American countries. Um, and I think that they want to be considered one of the big dogs, especially on the wet in the Western hemisphere specifically. And like, I think that they see Argentina and they're like, you know, we're going to get up for this game. We're going to, you know, we're going to go for it. So I could, I could see Mexico getting a result here. I mean, you have to give them a chance, especially because they're going to have the confidence that like, um, Saudi just beat Argentina. Yeah. So I think it's going to work the exact opposite, but if I'm in Mexico, I'm like, look, we're better than Saudi Arabia. So like, we should get this result too. (laughs) All right. Spain, Germany, the, uh, Big, That's spicy. The big boys in Europe. Continental that, clash. That should be a good, good game. Um, I'm excited for that one. I don't want to predict a winner there because I don't think I could. I think I could. Where's Spain going to score goals from? Alvaro Morata? Ask me. Maybe. No. I, I think Germany. I think Germany. I think... I, Germany, I think, is just generally better than Spain. I think Germany wins the match. Well, we'll see. I think it's gonna be. I think that game's gonna be really, really close. I think this game's gonna be a lot closer than you think. But you're right. Can Spain find goals? That's the question. I think that. I think that's been their biggest issue for a couple of years now. Yeah. So. All right. That's all I got, Brad. I, wait, I, I see, I see wait, something down here. Wait, says, wait, 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 says, wait, wait, wait. This is trivia. It's it's manager trivia time and it's 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 World Cup time so so I had to pick some internationally famous managers and James you're right with the first one in the pre-production <laughs> meeting when you guessed I uh, knew I was I knew it uh, all right we're gonna start here we're gonna start the meeting Sean how many uh, Jurgen Klinsmann has managed four clubs how many can you name clubs or na- national teams both. Clubs and national teams. He's managed four total. Okay, t- time out. Okay, I need I need a quick point of order. We're doing all teams, but these guys, but they are, but Na- they they have managed international teams. So you want club, clubs, and national teams are included in those four. Clubs and national teams are included in those four. This is the easiest. Okay, Koshan. One. I can name all four. Oh yeah. You win. Let's go. Let's see it. USA. Yep. Bayern Munich. Yep. Germany. LA Galaxy. Yep. Nope. Jurgen Klinsmann. LAFC. Nope. I don't I'm just I'm just gonna let it hang there for a second. Hertha BSC. Jurgen Klinsmann was the manager of LA Galaxy. When? I don't have that list. Because the MLS doesn't count. 
okay. I I guess I'm wrong. I guess I'm just Sean. Sean, you're going to win by not gambling here. <laughs> Who am I yes, thinking of? Who am I thinking of? I know. Maybe I'm thinking of Bruce, Bruce, Arena. Bruce Arena. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yes. Yeah. Here's the other one I was going to go with, but I decided to stick with Quinsman. Uh, <clears throat> and to be fair, I did know Hertha, uh, Hertha Berlin, but I didn't. I, I when you said it, it jogged my memory, and now I remember that he was the manager of Hertha Berlin. But all right, all right, you guys ready for the next one? Yes. Twenty-two clubs and and international teams. This man has managed. Any guesses on who this one is? Twenty. He's managed 22 teams and international teams. 22 clubs and international teams. Is this a, is this a person we should know? Like that we yes. would have any, any chance of understanding? Yes. Okay. Can I have is it? Is it the Saudi Arabia manager? No, <laughs> he's English. He's in. Okay. Um, Currently managing an English team. Steve Bruce. It's a good guess. It's a good guess. Um, no, I got to save that one for Joel. <laughs> currently managing an English team has managed 22 teams and national teams combined. Yep. Oh, my. And it's not Steve Bruce. Nope. Big Sam's not employed right now. You ready? English. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a guess. Uh Roy Hodgson. Oh, that's right. Roy did come out of retirement. Where is he managing well, I mean, right now? I can't tell you. It's part of the list. Oh, who who dragged him out of retirement? Twenty-two clubs have. <laughs> and, and you want us to guess the clubs? Oh God. Oh. How many you got? Two. We can't. You gotta guess more than me. No, because that's all I got. <laughs> Do you get the three? Oh no! I I bid two first. Uh, Chunky. How do I get to three? It's. Apparently, just name any English club, and you're probably right. <laughs> True, that's a fair point. Um, He's actually managed. Hold on, hold on. Four international teams. Four. Madness. I mean, the only one I can think of is England. Okay. For internationals, he also is a Crystal Palace manager. Probably was a Watford manager. Probably was. Uh, <laughs> like, and it's Liverpool. Yeah. Okay. All right. I. I that's. I'm We're up to four. Are we? Are we going more than four? Y'all can. Y'all can. Com- y'all can combine on this one because. Uh, I honestly, I don't know about Roy, Roy Hodgson's managerial career. Uh, South it's Southampton. Yeah. Uh, yeah. West West Brom. West Brom. That's a good nope. one. No. Nope. Uh, Huddersfield Town. Already. Chelsea. No, for no, he was not Chelsea. Uh, any guess on the nations besides England? England, you're correct. Maybe I'm, Ireland. And I don't, nope. I, I don't know. Moldova. Just, I'm just nope. gonna guess: Eng- England, Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland. 
<laughs> just the UK in general. All no, right. all right. All right, are you guys ready? All right, so so he started at Halmstad, then Bristol City, Udevold, Urbo, Urbo, Malmö, uh, Malmo, Malmo. Oh, could say the next one, Brad. Nukato Zamax. I need a Xanax after that. Uh, Switzerland. Switzerland, Inter Milan, Blackburn Rovers, Grasshoppers, Copenhagen. Udinese. Time out. You you glossed over grasshoppers like you know you know who grasshoppers are. All right. They're in Switzerland. Duh. They're a big club in Switzerland. Oh, UAE. Uh UAE. Yep. United Arab Emirates. Viking. Finland. Fulham. Liverpool. West Bromwich. England, Crystal Palace, and then Watford. Watford was the last club to hire him. Is he still employed at Watford? I believe I think so. We'll find out. No. Oh no. Nope. He ended his his tenure. Yeah, yeah, he's done. I thought he retired. Okay. Yep. Um that was a good one. It might not have been good for the uh for the viewers and the listeners, but I enjoyed that one. We had we had fun. That that poor man. I hope he he deserves a statue somewhere. I'm I'm interested to see the um to see to see how many our viewers get. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good question. I'm 21. Yeah. All right. That's all we got. Check back in. Uh leave us a comment below about what games you're going to be watching this weekend. Tell us how many uh how many teams you could name for uh for Roy Hodgson. Um that's all we got for this week in terms of episode. We don't have a third episode coming out this week. Probably only going to be doing two. Check back early next week. We got some, we're going to do some, some, some timeline changes for next week. So Monday, Tuesday of next week, probably for podcasts. Um, but definitely check back in, hit that subscribe button, ring the sub notification bell. If you still haven't done that, um, five-star review on, on Apple podcasts would really help us out. Hit the share button, put it on your Twitter, put it on your Facebook, Instagram, whatever, um shout out the boys we'd really appreciate it and uh yeah check back in that's at ks brad g on twitter at whiteheart underscore sean on twitter i am at james tiffany on twitter collectively we are red at red card underscore radio that's it that's who we are hit us up we'd love to hear from you guys thanks for tuning in if you're listening we really appreciate it thank you so much check back in more world cup stuff coming for you next week have a good one